Okay, welcome back to the Commented Podcast, where we talk about movies, music, um, puppies, the stars, anything we really want to. <laughs> I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And I'm Decoria. And today Nia is not with us, but she'll be back with us um, very quickly. So today we just decided we were going to do a little, a little old school, a little uh, Chinese cinema and do a movie review. But before we hop into that, we just want to say thank you to all our listeners. We passed a thousand listens this past weekend. Yay! <laughs> right 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 we're doing it we're doing it we're doing it <laughs> we've, we, we're doing it yeah so um thank you guys so much for listening and sharing the podcast we really do appreciate it um hit us up on twitter if you have like any recommendations the stuff you want to see us or listen to us you can't see us but <laughs> listen to us um talk about um you can find us on twitter at commented and then tiktok at commented podcast so how have you ladies been i feel like it's been a minute since we filmed <laughs> um i'm doing pretty well i went shopping today bought a couple things um work is a little stressful but i try not to think about it when i'm not at work so but yeah i'm doing good what about you Corey? Um, I'm pretty good as well. I've just been watching a lot of TV. So, like, I started binging The Crown after that Meghan Markle interview. That show was mm. actually really good. I see why it won an Emmy. And mm. then I started watching Snowfall also, which is very, very good. Ooh. Yeah, I've um come to realize that I cannot start a drama while it's airing because I will drop it. I started, like, three <laughs> different dramas um and dropped like two of them um the sword and the brocade which is a chinese drama Mm -hmm. there's so many dramas i want to start but i'm like literally waiting till they at least air halfway so i can just binge them i don't know if this is quarantine's fault where if i can't binge it i don't want to watch it i don't know if that's just me adapting to a new lifestyle of work and school i don't know what it is but like airing dramas is not it i'm gonna just have to risk spoilers and be on twitter and mute tags because but yeah, it's been pretty chill. I just got my hair done, so my head oh. semi hurts. <laughs> if we're gonna talk about shows we're watching, can I mention something? Yes. I just finished. Um, God, I watched this whole show and I still don't know what the title is. Um, love <laughs> featuring marriage and divor- oh, divorce. God, Tori, <laughs> y'all. That first of all, I was bamboozled. This shit is a seasoned show. I can't. I got up to episode 16 and I was like, no, I was on episode 14. I didn't realize what episode I was on. I was like, um, this story is not going to wrap up in the next two episodes unless they're three hours each. And then I get to episode 16. I was like, oh my God, I just signed myself up for a seasoned K-drama, a like dramatic <laughs> show. Y'all, little spoiler alert for anybody that's actually watching that show. Mm-hmm. But there are, I would say, four there are one two three four five five men in this show three of Mm -hmm. them are main characters y'all four of them are cheating four of them one i was so annoyed episode five ended in this you find out the doctor years ago cheated on his wife i was like oh my god how are four out of the five men in this show all cheating or have cheated i was disgusted by it all but yeah that show ended we'll see if i watch season two i'm still wrapped up in penthouse i don't know if i can do both of them again Ooh, that's a lot no penthouse, penthouse is a lot and incest feel like <laughs> oh my god but yeah that's what i'm watching i can't i cannot wait till you get done with penthouse week i just want to listen to you rant about it because of course well, my entire timeline is watching it but yeah. am i going to watch it no i'm not going <laughs> to be i'm not going to be part of the they got y'all on. They got y'all tuning into this show every week. Every, every week, I don't even. Even people on my timeline are talking about this show, and I'm just like, what? Like <laughs> this show. I'm in a little, little side piece right here. This show. Spoiler alert for anybody that's planning to watch it. I'm gonna say it right here. They was she good? I don't know. Okay, they killed off one of the characters. Mm-hmm, that one of the few <laughs> characters that was like she was annoying as hell, but as annoying as hell, but like um she was annoying but she just died and i was like now nobody in the show is good you're rooting for nobody you're just watching to see what the mess is about to be every single person in this show is terrible every single one except for logan but he's on that show for approximately 55 seconds for every three episodes he is barely in that really no i'm it's ridiculous 
Marin, would I tell you my timeline be making it seem like that man is the star of the show? No, talking no, me? The, joke like, is, <laughs> the gag is this man is on this show for a total of 10 minutes in a 10 minutes for a total of five episodes. That oh is my it. God. <laughs> it is ridiculous. I don't know. Now, obviously the show is not over yet or whatever, and he might be in it more, but the actor himself did say that he's in this season a lot less than he was in the first season. But once they killed off oh. that little girl, I was sitting here like, oh, so you want us just to watch this shit fire flame that's about to like, happen because there's <laughs> absolutely there's absolutely not one person to root for. All these people that are acting like they're goods and I'm doing quotation marks to, for everybody. No, mm-hmm. they're not. Like those, ugh, I, you know, no, no. I'll go, I'll go into it when I actually do the podcast on it. Yes. See now, Park Unsoku plays Logan. I watched him yeah. on I Live Alone, and I like him a lot. Like he's real cool. Yeah. Like this man is. Did y'all know he's in a scandal because he was telling people to watch out for this like scumbag and I, the scumbag yes, is suing I saw him. It. Yeah. Wow. Right. He's suing wow. him for defamation, and I was just like, homeboy was being a true friend and making sure women don't talk to you, <laughs> and now you mad. The pettiness. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hope they take all your money in court. Just <laughs> spend that shit on lawyer fees. But no, yeah, I watched this Chinese drama called New Face, starring my man um, Zhao Yiwei, and I think you guys will like it. It's also, it's kind of, it reminds you of that, 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 um, what the fuck, the Two Face movie with Nicolas Cage and what's his face, where they switch faces and switch mm-hmm. lives. It's like that, but it's in a drama and it's got gangsters mm-hmm. in it and fine Chinese men. So I I I, I recommend it's all twenty five <laughs> episodes, forty five minutes each on YouTube. I really enjoyed it. And I'm actually low key finna watch all of his dramas. So, you know, mm-hmm. getting me a new getting you know uh making sure my faves have been, you know, well loved and well received <laughs> in two thousand twenty one. But um yeah, upcoming dramas the dramas that have been coming out like in both in China and Korea are hitting different as we approach the second quarter of the year mm-hmm. because there's a lot of shows that I'm interested in. I feel like a lot of my favorite actors are also like having comebacks and stuff like that. It like talks about all the shows we finna get. I cannot wait for Joseph Exorcist. I hope it's good. Oh yeah. I, I hope have a it's good. You saw me put it on the following on Vicky. I was like, we'll be watching this. <laughs> I'm booked with between that and everything Marvel that Disney is releasing. I just I'm booked on TV shows. I'm satisfied. Oh, right. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of thriving in the beginning of the year. I felt like we were very dry towards the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. Besides, like, besides Penthouse. Penthouse came out of nowhere and everybody's like, oh, we're on this box junk shit again. Everybody's <laughs> at home. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like, I don't think y'all realize that we had the mock junk era ended in the early 2000s. Like, you weren't going to get all of this crazy shit, people dying and coming back to life and all this other shit um, unless you were watching weekend shows. And now this writer has truly bagged y'all. Oh, really? She said, I'm put fine actors doing crazy shit. And if homegirl who's playing the lead female don't get a, a, a award <laughs> at the oh, end yeah. of the year, actress, her scenes, yeah. her scenes be, Kim Soo-yeun, I think that's her name. I'm not her sure. Her scenes be killing me. She, they be killing me. <laughs> but yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm interested to what to see we're going to get as the year continues but yeah um it's been it's been it's been okay in drama world i'm just waiting for things i'm gonna watch word of honor so we're all gonna get a bl rant podcast soon (laughs) i haven't stepped into the world of bl dramas in a minute (laughs) so we're gonna do word of honor but speaking of low-key bl plots today's movie is the yingying the yingying master dream of eternity now I suggested this movie, and we had a little confusion because there were two Yin Yang Masters that were coming out on Netflix, and then I was sitting here like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and so I've decided to dive into what was happening because everybody was confused. Now, here's the funny thing: I had seen the trailer for this movie that we watched and the other Yin Yang Master that we didn't watch, um, and thought that they were both the same movie. <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna get." Chin Kun and Mark Chow in one movie. I'm so excited. Lo and behold, they're two different movies. Two different whole, two different movies. Um, but they're all based on the same thing. So, okay. for those of you who don't know, um, the Yin Yang Master Dream of Eternity, I'm just gonna call it Dream of Eternity. The one we watched came out December 25th, 2020. Um, it's based off the novels The Own 
Myoji series by a Japanese author. Um, uh, it follows the story of a master, a traditional um, Japanese cosmology. The individual stories were published in a serial magazine called Oliomonia in September of 1986. In addition to these short stories, um, Yumi Kara, I'm sorry if I'm butchering her name, also, or their name, also wrote novel-length um, stories and picture books and had them published. So this got turned into films, manga, and television, right? Mm-hmm. So the one that we're watching is based off the novels. The one that just came out this past Friday or Saturday, starring Chin Kun and my homegirl, my favorite Chinese actress, Jo Kun, um, Jo Shun are, um, it's based off the mobile game. So this got turned, this was a book that got turned into manga, television, and film, but also got turned into a mobile game that's really popular over in Asia. I don't know if anyone so, plays this in America. So it's they the same do. thing? It's not a part no. one and not a part two. It's literally the same storyline. No, 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 no. It's two different adaptions of the same source material. So the stories okay. are different. Because I actually started watching the one that just came out, um, starring <clears throat> starring Shin Kun, the one that just came out, and it's much more fantasized, much more mm-hmm. fantasy, much more fanatical. Like there's the actual demons. The demons aren't like humanoids. They're like demons that are, like ferrets and toads and stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay. So it's much more. It's much more based off the video game. It's like okay. definitely like they took the world of the video game and ran a story with that. Now the characters' names are similar. Okay. The lead character still Chiming. There's still a Boyao. But the essence of the movies are different now. Y'all don't follow C drama entertainment, I assume. No, so y'all, yeah. so y'all don't know the drama that surrounded this production. I'm gonna let Is you it because know. like the BL part or like? Oh no, no. Okay, because okay, I know that happens often. That all happens often. China really be on that. We're no no gay stuff, and then all the writers and directors are like, okay, but we're gonna make it gay. We're going to yep. make it gay. We're going to make it very gay, as you can see by this movie. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> but there was other. Um, now I didn't know about this um, until it started popping off on C Drama Twitter. But the director of this is called um, Joe Qingming, right? So Joe Qingming, he's this um, famous actor. Lo and behold, dude is a piece of shit because. He plagiarized a woman's book, um, he that sold six hundred thousand copies. Um, in two thousand and four, in two thousand four, he released this book. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he got sued. He paid twenty five thousand dollars to her as compensation and apologized. But of course, did that stop him from being successful? No, because <laughs> he's a goddamn not. man. Of course not. He's a goddamn man. The people, I, y'all probably don't know this, but the people in this movie are like A-list actors. The oh, guy who okay. plays Ching Ming, my dude don't, ba- barely does any shit. He does movies and dramas and w- I w- he did one drama like four years ago and we still haven't gotten over that. He's an amazing, like the actor, also the actor who plays Bo Yao, um, we lost him to Variety World, and he decided he was going to do a little movie. Like, dude, you've been an actor in, Chinese, in dramas for forever. And then he got real popular, was just doing Variety and reality TV, and then he <laughs> came out with this movie. So you can you can um, assume that the hype was good on this, right? Yeah. So, thank God. <laughs> but, so, it's funny because this, this director, and he said... Um, and I quote, I feel upset, but soon realized that selling well was where strength lie. So his attitude towards plagiarism was positive. He said people criticized him because they never read his book. So he would not pay any attention to their false judgments, though he hates to be misunderstood. He also announced to the world that he would prove to people that they were wrong, even though it would take him 10 years to clarify. Now, December 21st, four days before the movie hit theaters, when everybody was on their press tour, um, this director and another actor were highlighted in a joint letter signed by 111 Chinese film and television industry insiders. The joint letter called for immediately to stop the publicity and the hype of the two who have plagiarism, bad traces, and revise and adjust the variety shows that they're currently participating in. For those of you who don't know, when a lot of people get into scandals and they still have schedules that, need to be, that haven't aired on TV, the production will edit their asses out. <laughs> They will make them look like they never appear in that show. That, that all... editing is sometimes just 
amazing. Like take them straight out of a car when they're sitting next yeah. to the driver kind of thing. Wait, like I'm sitting here like you may- how? You maybe remember how they edited Chris Wu out of all the EXO box sets and so you can <laughs> see the members talking to someone but you just don't know who it is. So, <laughs> <laughs> out completely. Please, oh, I've watched I've watched television shows where some dude's hair was dyed and they mosaiced his hair so it didn't look the dyed color. Oh my god, what? Chinese TV censorship is fucking weird. It's crazy. And so, um, this letter was released on December 25th, and then on December 31st, the director issued their own individual apologies apologies of visit their Weibo accounts. After 156 had signed the letter, um, he also offered... Um, all the revenue he had received on the books that he plagiarized to the original author. After, now mind you, he she sued in two thousand six. It's two thousand and twenty. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh, fourteen whole years. Oh my god, fourteen whole years, bitch ass mother. You know. Anyway, so I was like a little hesitant to watch this movie, but I was like, I still want to see it because I my faves are in it, and fuck the director, and I don't hope he makes no money off of anything anymore. Because how are you gonna sit here and be like, I the haters are just gonna hate. You just haven't read my work, bitch. They said you had twelve major plot elements and fifty seven similarities with another author. <laughs> anyway, so that was the drama around this. There was a lot. There was a lot of drama. He's a complete asshole. And if you see him in person, he just he doesn't. I, I don't know. I've never seen directors promote on variety shows with their actors have you seen that no didn't even think think that was the thing (laughs) he was literally on happy camp have you heard of happy camp yeah i know happy camp is yeah because exo was on happy camp i was like yeah and lays on there a lot yeah and it's so it's a major it's like the number one like um variety um show on chinese television that's been around for like 20 years it's been around for so long he was literally a guest starring beside the stars of the movie as like a guest and played games and all the dollar shit and I was like and I didn't even know that so I watched that episode and then I thought about it I was like I've never seen a director like be on TV beside like an interview like an interview and like a little press thing is one thing but to be yeah. on like a variety show like unless you have, have acted yourself that's what I was about to say I only have seen it if the director is an actor as well Right, so he was he was giving me off major narcissism vibes. So yep, definitely a narcissist. <laughs> Most definitely a narcissist. So the movie that um we watch it's called the Yin Yang. I I was saying Yin Yang earlier, and I'm like that's the Yin Yang twins. Anyway, Yin <laughs> Yang Master, Dream of Eternity, which is adopted from the novel series on Om Um, so our movie starts. They don't explain nothing. <laughs> We just kind of <laughs> start in the barren coldness of some frigid Arctic place. <laughs> and our main character, Chi Ming, is with his master. And he is trying to um, learn a protection spell. And for some reason, homeboy cannot get a pro- he can't get the protection spell down. His master asks him, do you have anybody in your life that you want to protect? He's like, yes, my mother. And still, the protection spell is not working. And then we get a little fast forward. It's been years. His master ages like a, with a swiftness. And so <laughs> <laughs> they're sitting here and they're still trying to get the protection spell or whatever. And then all of a sudden, this big ice fortress behind them starts to move. And you would realize that there's some kind of snake demon behind it that is trying to break out. Now, for those of you who do not watch um, Chinese uh, folklore-based stories, this is a very atypical plot. It's the immortals versus the demons. And so we learn that this uh, demon snake is the most evilest demon thing on the planet. And it feeds off of human like desire and yeah, um, yeah. emotion. And so it cannot be stopped the serpent demon so his master this is when i realized that it kind of reminded me of a video game the minute he called them guardians down i'm like tell me this is not, <laughs> this is not an rpg game <laughs> so he calls his master calls his, his the master is called a yin yang master so the yin yang masters have like teleportation abilities they have 
um the ability is to have spirit guardians they um a bunch of stuff like talismans and things like that um it kind of reminds me of like it's on the verge of like Taoism and Taoism so if you know those things in Chinese movies it's similar and so his master transports him to hell out of dodge because shit's going down (laughs) and um he calls upon the spirit guardians they're trying to get the snake to stay within the little ice thing it's not working because the snake is super powerful then all of his students come and the snake throws out these poisonous venomous icicles or whatever the hell that was out of its tongue and but Everybody puts a protection spell. Chiming cannot put up a protection spell. So his master protects him. And in the um, midst of protecting him, gets hit with the venom poisonous things. And so one of the master's um, guardian spears dies and was able to seal the serpent demon back into its little ice cocoon. Now, here's where I have a problem. They explain that that is not the serpent demon. That is the serpent demon's shadow. The serpent demon's body is in the Imperial City. I sat there and said, so y'all decided to keep the most evilest things corporal body in the Imperial City where your royals live and people live. I was sitting here like that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> that makes no sense. I just accepted it. I didn't even think about it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, okay. okay. <laughs> because I've never seen a film like this. I was like, I'm just gonna take whatever it gives me. <laughs> For me, it was giving very like anime, so I was like, whatever. I mean, I guess that's the plot. It was well. giving me video game when his uh, when the guardians was, came down. I was like, yeah. This is a video game right happening right here. <laughs> right. And I was just I was just a little pissed off about that. I was like, why would you what why out of all the places you could have put <laughs> out of all the places, y'all were like the foremost powerful sex decided we were going to sacrifice our masters and keep the body in the Imperial City. I'm like, nah, fam, that don't sound right. <laughs> but anywho, um our master dies of poison. He gives um he gives Chiming a sword called Fang Yu. And he says he's supposed to give it to the person that loved me. He asked his master, Do you not have any wants in the world? He said, I do, but I can't do anything about that. He's like, Go to the Western region, go to the Imperial City, because the Serpent Demon is trying to wake up. She's trying to break out. And so we are um taken into the Imperial City where we meet our boy Boya, who's played by my dude. Dylan. Dylan is one of my favorite actors. Um, I watched him in one of his drama series that was a remake of a Korean drama series. It was real Mok Jong-like, but I loved him and his voice is amazing. In real life, he's a fucking scaredy cat. <laughs> I just want y'all to know that. <laughs> he's a punk. <laughs> um, but so um Boya is sitting up here playing the flute, being a little demon catcher or whatever. He hears a demon, and we see that Chiming um is also in the city. So they go and try to get this demon. The demon is stealing a harp. Somebody's harp. A harp yeah. that belongs to the temple or some shit. And Boyal's like, well, bitch, you gotta die. And Chiming is like, do you really have to kill him? Can't you just take the harp back? Boyal's like, he a fucking demon. He gotta die. So they sit here arguing. And one of the longest fight scenes. It was so unnecessary. The fight scene was so long. They said we choreographed this, so therefore you have to watch it. You must see all of the beautiness that is going on. And the film is beautiful. So you kind of don't mind these long, drawn-out scenes because it's so pretty to watch. But you cannot tell me after the minute that they they met that they weren't flirting. They were flirting this entire (laughs) film. I was sitting here like, can y'all get a room? Can you just say I love you, keep it moving? Because y'all were seriously, (laughs) this cheating was laying it all thick. And boy, I was like, I don't don't know how to deal with this. (laughs) I don't know how to deal with your advances. Sir, I'm going to need you to chill. Um, So... We come to find out that Chiming, um, Boya, and are both masters of their our own sex who have been sent to the Imperial City to help wake up the four guardians that will help them um, defeat the serpent demon. So it's Boya, um, Chiming, and then we have the female master who's called Longye, and then we have the Imperial priest called um, Hongye. What is his name? Hong. It's the Imperial priest. Is priest is called um. 
Kusho Yi. Kusho Yi. So it took me a well too m- m- long to the film, first of all, to realize that the guy who plays um, the high priest is also his master. It t- I <laughs> I don't know why it took me to like an hour and 30 minutes to the film. I was like, oh, they're played by the same actor. He's also one of my um, loves from Bloody Romance. If you need a Chinese drama to watch, go watch that. It's similar to this with a lot of the um, powers and stuff. But I didn't realize it was him. You know why? Because that stupid hat. The way I hate the headpieces in this story, y'all. <laughs> I was so annoyed. I was like, these hats are so ugly. <laughs> why are we wearing <laughs> the hats are so ugly. They're deteriorating from my fantasy. Like everybody looks better without the hat on. That is, but, yeah. that is true. <laughs> everybody looks better without the hat on. And so Boya and Chiming kind of are flirting as they are have to go um catch demons to wake up to feed the statues that house the guardians that will help them defeat the serpent demon serpent demon but before that one of the masters gets killed like the princess comes to visit them and tells them their duties while they're here turns out one of the masters got strangled to death with a gnarly looking i like i have never seen strangle marks like that i'm trying to think (laughs) when i saw what happened to him because when they pulled the tarp down i was like okay well his head's still intact so what happened and i was like and then i saw his neck i was like what could have possibly caused that like 25 yeah. wires around his neck like right. what it's like tell me you're a crime drama junkie without telling me you're a crime drama junkie. <laughs> i was like was it rope was it wire was it a cord was no, it cloth it's... but cloth don't make marks like that <laughs> no i think um, i immediately assumed that it was like a that snake demon they were talking about in the beginning yes because yes, i was yes, like yes. nothing else could have made that kind of scar i'm like it was it claws tentacles but there's no sucker marks like what was happening so he's dead and so they're like no here's the thing they're saying that a demon is in the um celestial observation um quarters where there are but we have already established that the celestial observation quarters have a shield around it so how the fuck is there a demon in here so homegirl longia is like oh i have after she sprayed her magical bugs everywhere in the beginning of the series she's like oh i have demons sniffing tadpoles so let me go get them <laughs> and we can figure out who the demon is so she brings out this little bowl with tap because first of all i was like how are they gonna do this they're tadpoles <laughs> but she just brings out this little bowl with her tadpoles in it so the tadpoles point towards chiming and chiming was like yeah it could be me they say my mom's a half fox demon and we're all sitting here like whoa what sorry sir what <laughs> you didn't want to explain that at the beginning of the series so of course boya is ready to slice his neck off with a no quickness. for real he, po- he put his hand on that sword. i was like okay come on now let's calm down <laughs> right but he couldn't because you're attracted to him so you're not gonna kill him like that <laughs> And so then um, uh, Chiming was like, I can prove my innocence. And he takes off a little bug or whatever. He was like, see, somebody put this on me. And then he starts to talk about, um, and they're like, well, that doesn't prove anything. And then, uh, well, he's like, well, there's more proof. And Boya has to stand in um, as Chiming's alibi because Boya put a whispering ear, he listening ear bells in his room. He's like, I was listening to him all night. That's a little stalkerish. No. <laughs> Y'all just met. <laughs> but um that's a little stalkerish, but he's like, um no, so yeah, so um yeah, so he didn't do it. And so he starts to talk about his master, and then the tadpoles get aggravated and they turn towards the princess. And Longia, she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, my tadpoles can be a little sensitive don't take it hard don't kill me because you know royal people will kill you in a snap of a finger because they don't like you (laughs) (laughs) so before um when the princess first showed up longia was saying that the rumors is that this princess is controlling the empress and that she knows black magic and um so everybody starts to get little cautious of everybody else we're just like oh who's a spy we learned that everybody's a spy on everybody else and so they decide to get to work because they need to go wake up these spirit guardians so everybody goes hunt for demons and i'm sitting here like one of the demon that was playing the little harp and was just singing the little paper man i was like he wasn't hurting nobody y'all are killing demons for no reason so they have to kill the demons take the demon's little spirit orb and give the spirit orbs to the statues 
that are the guardians because you gotta wake the guardians up. I was like, what is the point of these guardians if I gotta go through all these work to wake them up? Ain't y'all just supposed to be ready? Yep. <laughs> like so, um, so then we're doing all this. Chiming and Boya are still flirting. Um, Boya and all the other matches are working hard catching demons. Chiming is sitting up in his room with all all of the all of the Lagardian spirits, and every time. Um, Boya comes home. He's like, "Why do you have a bunch of like?" He's like, "You're just sitting here and drinking and you know, um, being lazy." But turn, come to find out, Chiming had been looking for a specific strong demon because the guardian that he has is um, a picky ass bitch that won't wake up unless he has <laughs> you know a strong demon to give him. The Azure Dragon was like, "Bitch, you're not about to get me. You want me and my powers? You better bring me something." good to eat all these little minor ass demons that y'all taking it's it's not worth it so chiman was working smarter not hotter and everybody was working real hard but so while they're doing this chiming gets another letter and it says demons have broken into the celestial observation and so they run to the princess place and she fainted and then they pull back her clothes and there's like worms yeah yeah and like her, her skin and her skin is creepy as fuck but i like the lore of the story because like i've never seen anybody extract anything out of anybody the way that chiming did so he takes a silver needle places it at the nape of her neck starts chanting and these worms spiral up the um needle into him and he turns to boya before he does this he says no matter what happens do if i ask you even the simplest thing do not do what i say and whatever happens, you gotta stop me. And Boya's like, okay, cool. So he gets these worms out of the princess. The princess faints. And Chimin, like, asks for water. This is, like, a really intense scene, but I really liked it. He's like, he asks for water. And Boya, like, re- on reflex, goes to pour him water. Then he stops. He's like, wait a second. <laughs> you said not to, not to listen to you. And so, um, basically, uh, Chimin, Boya's able to, um, cut Ching's veins and let some of the blood out of him that kind of wakes him up and helps him get the worms out of him. Of course, more flirting. They do more flirting. And then they go back um, to their rooms. Now, I think either before this or after this, Ching had gone to Shoya, the um, high priest, and was like, have we met somewhere before? Because you look awful like, like my master. He's like, don't worry. I'm your master spirit guardian. And I was sit here to protect the empress. And so we're like, oh, okay, so maybe he's not the bad guy. Because obviously there's somebody here that is not, you yeah. know, telling the truth or being truthful. There's, there's Suspect is afoot. afoot. <laughs> People are sus. And so, but um, show you a show that he's also slowly dialing because um, the master had already died. And so... Everybody continues to suspect um, each other. Then we get this real, this real little cute date scene. It was a date. Chiming and Boya go into a canvas, like they're drinking tea, going into a canvas, and it's basically Chiming's home. And um, Chiming shows Boya that he's the one that had to end his master's life because um, he was dying from poison. And so they had a real light little intimate moment. And I'm sitting here like, we're in the middle of a fucking crisis, but go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> they made babies even in war. Let's do this. Have your little date. And so um, they go to, they, they are alerted that the princess is awake. So they go to her quarters to see her and the empress is there. So they just be like, um, so she thanks Chiming and the guys leave. But something's weird. Something's off. And so you remember how we said earlier in, in the movie, Longye, homegirl, had sprayed her little magical bugs. They're spy bugs. She can see through the bugs. And so one of the bugs was in the room with the empress and the princess. She sees something. She's in shock. Next thing we know is that somebody has broken into the Imperial quarters. And so we go in there and show you the high priest. The high priest and Longyear are fighting. And um, he's like, Longyear tried to kill the Empress. And so everybody doesn't know who to, who's really the bad guy because Shoyu looks like he's possessed by some demon. He is really trying to kill Longyear. And Chiming is trying to stop him. And Boya is trying to stop Longyear. And they're all fighting. And then all of a fucking sudden, this hair demon <laughs> comes out of nowhere like a floating wig, strangles Longyear and kills her. And on her dying breath, she says, um, Chiming asks her, who did it? Who tried to kill the Empress? 
and she says the empress, the princess. And so we all assume that the princess is trying to kill the empress. So I was this hair demon that <laughs> first it made me laugh. I'm not gonna lie, the way it was just <laughs> moving around, I was like, this is too funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But also this scene caused a lot of confusion because when you first see the scene or see the people, you kind of realize that Shoyi and the princess were in bed together. So I was like, oh, they fucking. So that's what's happening. <laughs> so that's why y'all are mad. So what happens then after Longyear dies, Chiming and Boya are in the um, observatory together. And then um, the high priest and the princess are in the empress room together. And so they're both talking and they're like, so Boya is loyal to the princess because they grew up together. And then Chiming believes in Shoyu because he's his master's, um, his master's spirit guardian. So there's by law of this world, the spirit guardian cannot go against the master's will. So, they both are in a tizzy because they're like, something's happening, what's happening, and we kind of get this scene back and forth where we realize that the princess and the high priest are fucking. Um, they are definitely a thing. But they also want to let the the serpent demon out. And we're like, why? Why would you want to let the serpent demon He's like, nobody's ever going to do what we're going to do, so we got to do it. And I'm just like, he's like, I'm going to let this serpent demon out and no one can stop me, so we have to kill Boya and Chingmin. And so Chingbin and Boya said, there's the only way we can find out who's lying and who's telling the truth is if we go to face them head on. So Chingbin gives Boya um, a talisman that can control uh, the high priest because he's a spear guardian. And Boya gives Chingbin a listening ear so that like if you're ever they have this cute little thing like if you need me just call me and they both give each other like these little communication devices so Chiming goes to see the princess Boya goes to see the high priest now this is where stuff gets a little complicated I swear to god we're not even an hour into the movie I don't <laughs> we're like an hour and a half maybe things are getting I, f- I feel like the movie did really great with tension because like even here we were like well, we still don't know what's happening like nothing is clear um so Chiming and the princess have this kind of like he goes to see her he asks her I don't remember what he asked her but he says my he says he oh he asked her do you know where the serpent demon's body is and she says no only the empress knows that he's well well thank god because I know where it is because my master told me he told me he gave me Fang Yu. Fang Yu is the name of the sword that he gave him. He said, and Fang Yu can find the serpent demon. And so you see the princess like start to cry and get off guard. And we're like, oh, what's happening? She's like, where's Fang Yu at? And so he goes to, um, he goes to give her Fang Yu. And the hair demon shows up and slaps her or makes her <laughs> faint. <laughs> it was a weird little scene. The did. demon didn't strangle her. It didn't strangle her. But it it made her faint or something. And then we see Boya and um the high priest and Boya was like, I have to ask you something. He told he's like, Cut off your right arm. So he makes the talisman work and he says, Cut off your right arm. And so Shoya is on the verge of cutting his right arm off because if he does it, that means he hasn't betrayed his master and that he's actual a spirit guardian because he can't by the rules of this world he has to follow the person who has this talisman. And of course the hair demon showed up. Um, no, not the hair demon. The princess showed up, and she called out Boya's name, and he was able to be disarmed. And so Chiming goes after the hair demon, and this scene was confusing to me because I I completely didn't understand what was happening in it. I, I but... was confused, and I'm hoping you can explain it because I don't <laughs> know what was going on. So Chiming corners the hair demon. She shows her true form. She's like all pale white, got red eyes, got red lips. She talks about how she's been in the palace for forever and the man that betrayed her didn't hesitate to kill her. And so she had finally, that day, she said, I finally killed the woman who, you know, um, who made my lover betray me. And so she goes, she basically like perishes and there is a, there is a um, picture of the princess and a talisman that makes, that says she's a spear demon. So now I'm sitting here thinking that, oh, the hair demon was the princess and the princess is a fraud. 
Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Thinking back on the scene, I'm wondering if I'm wondering if the person she was in love with was um the high priest before he changed his face and maybe he killed her by command of the princess. <laughs> I don't know. They don't just explain that storyline. It's like she had her moment and then she was gone. Like they don't ever explain that. But somehow this this moment is an aha moment for Chiming. And I'm like, if it's not an aha moment for us, how is it an <laughs> aha moment for you? So, so is it like the demon was supposed to try to kill the princess, but obviously the princess is immortal, so therefore it didn't work and she thought she killed her? I'm it's- guessing. I okay. I'm guessing. I don't know because I because what I was also thinking was that because she's a spirit guardian, she can't go against her master. Mm-hmm. And if her master is the high priest, then that makes absolutely no sense for her to try to kill the princess, unless she was turned into a spirit demon, a spirit guardian after she was killed. Like I don't understand what her purpose in the story was or why she was the aha moment because she had a picture of the princess. So I'm sitting here yeah. like, um. I'm hella confused. Maybe I'll go back and rewatch it and have an epiphany. But I, at that point in time, I had nothing. I was like, I hope they explain this. Please, somebody explain this. <laughs> Thank God they have moments where characters in the... This is great story writing, by the way. We've been watching too many movies as of late where they don't explain shit. <laughs> but because Boyao does not know everything Chimin knows, we get moments where Chiming is basically explaining shit to Boyang, explaining stuff to the audience, and I'm this is how you write a story. This is how you write fantasy. You have somebody explain something to a character, and then we, the audience, get it. So, we see um, the high priest and the princess walking towards this platform. They hold in hands. They, in, they look like they're about to do something really important, and we're still confused at this moment. And then Chiming and Boyang enter. And Chiming finally explains to us that the princess is the empress. The empress that we thought was the empress was actually a paper doll being controlled by the high priest. <laughs> what the hell? Right. <laughs> no. So basically, what has happened is... Uh, that, can I say something? Um, yeah. That when that scene they show when um, the empress is sitting in the back and you can't really see her face... Uh-huh. I was sitting here like, damn, she's not moving a lot. I was like, how is she sitting so still? Yeah, well, she's not alive. It's a paper doll. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's kind of sitting real still. It makes more sense. Right. So, the princess is actually the empress. She's immortal. She's lived a bunch of different lives, had a bunch of different names. Um, she basically ended up becoming... Um, the emperor's favorite concubine but then the emperor died off and so she left the palace and came back as a princess and so she has the serpent demon in her body and so the high priest and the princess decide that we're going to let the serpent demon out your body and she's finally going to be able to live her life because she's been trapped in the imperial palace for hundreds of years or whatever and so that's kind of this is this is that moment where I was like so we could have all this chaos and bullshit because two people wanted to leave okay because i was like y'all couldn't have... <laughs> i was like y'all could have figured out how to transfer the serpent demon like what the fuck was going because <laughs> chaos ensues after this so um with her dying breath we find out that longia was just telling chiming that um telling chiming that the princess is the empress um so the two have fallen in love um and we find out that the Empress was actually not the well the princess Empress, whatever she is. The princess was in love with um Chiming's master. And so when Chiming left, his spirit guardian took on his face. And so she became in love with the spirit guardian, and the spirit guardian was in love with her because he's supposed to protect her forever. Um so the princess in a very Game of Thrones-esque scene, the princess gives birth to a serpent demon. Um, not before Boya and Chigmen are sent into the tombs and almost get drowned by saying and then they have this kind of like saving each other moment. Um, but basically she gives birth to the demon. Um, the high priest then swallows the demon and they become one or some shit. And 
the demon grows because it's feeding off of human emotion, human desire. So the more human emotion and human desire there is, the thing gets bigger. It's a giant ass snake. This thing was just kind of like slithering over buildings and crushing shit. <laughs> and we find out that one of the reasons that they wanted the serpent demon is so that the high priest could live because he's a spirit guardian and because his masters had already died, he was already had already died he was dying so the fact that he swallowed the serpent demon made him immortal it gave him like a corporal a corporal a corporal corporal Corporal? there we go body there we go words (laughs) so um they're heading out of the imperial city this giant ass serpent is crushing shit shit's on fire there's a stampede people are dying um you remember how we talked about earlier where the masters were getting demon orbs to wake up the guardians well of course because the high priest didn't want to do that he didn't wake up his guardian so all the guardians woke up and first of all i was a little pissed off because i was like when they were talking about all these guardians as like the four mythical creatures in like chinese mythology i actually thought they were gonna show up and start fighting (laughs) they were just statues that they were an alarm system they just turned on a shield (laughs) You wake up the guardian and they just turn on a shield that can entrap the serpent in the imperial city with all the people. I was like, y'all are sacrificing everybody in this imperial city. Did y'all tell the people when they moved to the imperial city that you could have signed a contract that at any time, at any place, that your life could be taken away by a giant serpent? What's <laughs> in the little contract in the little <laughs> uh, small ass font? Maybe <laughs> killed by giant ass serpents. <laughs> Like, who? I would have never wanted to move to the Imperial City if that was the case. I mean, it's pretty, though. (laughs) So, maybe. No. (laughs) So, in another um, game-like... This, yeah, very, very game-like scene. Game-like scene, Chi-Min calls his spirit guardians. Two of them are his previous master's spirit guardians, and the other one is the demon from the beginning of the scene where he met Boya. And so they go to town. They're trying to stop this serpent. They freeze and stuff. They block and stuff. I liked um, Homeboy um, Killing Stone. He was like, like riding a sword over the serpent's back. I was like, this would be a very cool video game character. He was and I can imagine catching, um, catching a wave on this snake. <laughs> That's what he was doing. He was like slicing this dude down the middle. And I'm like, I would love to see people cosplay these characters. That's, That's all I kept thinking, especially for the Guardians. And so as this serpent is heading out of town, the princess realizes um, that the error of her ways, there's a mother and a child on the ground crying, looking sad AF. She's like, yeah, she's like, you want to be with me forever? Then we can die together. And so she she hugs the high priest, they fall off the serpent, and the serpent swallows them. And I'm like, are they dead? And then I looked at how much longer we have in the movie. Oh, no, they're not dead. <laughs> they're not dead. And so the guardian spirits are fighting the serpent, but to no avail, it's not working. And so Boya says, we have to wake up the phoenix. If we don't wake up the phoenix, then the serpent is going to get out of the imperial city and cause more damage. And he looks, this is my favorite line, one of my favorite lines in the movie. He looks to Chiming, he says, let me be your spirit guardian. I was like, y'all gonna make me cry. What is this love line in the middle of this chaos? <laughs> so, um, he goes to sacrifice himself. Um, the guardians try to fight more. One of the guardians dies and um, the guardians basically tell Chiming, go say Boyao, we'll take it from here. And so, Chiming runs to Boyao. Chiming runs to Boyao and Boyao has literally like is standing on top of the phoenix bleeding out homeboy faints as soon as Chiming arrives but the phoenix is awoken the phoenix is awoken um the shield goes up but then the phoenix shows up in the form of boya i was like (laughs) (laughs) i was like so what happened to the dragon, the turtle, the other the other guardians? They just go sit here and chill. This I is what saying. I mean by I just accepted what this movie gave me. I didn't even ask questions. Yeah, I didn't question this movie too much. Like I feel like this is this is a movie where you have to suspend disbelief and you right. can't think like critically about what's you going can't. on. So um come so of course the high priest is not dead. Him and the snake are really one. He 
he rises from the dead out of like the snake's head and now him the snake are one and him and the phoenix slash boya are fighting and so this is a long ass fight scene <laughs> it's a long ass fight scene and so chiming is like i have to do something because you know if we don't this is gonna this he's overpowered at this point so chiming does what chiming does best he transports into the snake that had no guts it was stone <laughs> he transports into the snake takes the princess out of because she's standing there holding hands with the high priest or an image of her ma- the master and he's like how long are you gonna stay in this fantasy and so then he um takes her back to the moment that his master died and they have this really sad really heartbreaking scene and i want to tell you some of the best acting that came out of this movie was this the silent crying scene that the princess has as she watches the love of her life disappear in front of her i was like that hurt me that actually was really good i think i've seen her other stuff but i really like that scene so um they have this whole scene and fung you like like she just gets to hear her lover's last words and telling her that your name will always be fung you you have to make sure people remember your name in a good way and she, they go back they go back to real time and she's talking to the spirit guardian the high priest and um she asks him what if you don't have anything else to protect anymore she puts a sword to her neck and i was like oh damn and so she kills herself this distracts the high priest long enough for boya to use fung you the sword and stab him in the chest um of course he doesn't die then <laughs> he doesn't die then um the phoenix returns back to the earth chimen finally learns how to do a protection spell because um the high priest tries to kill boya's body i'm already thinking boya is dead but apparently not that's not how this world works even though homeboy sacrificed all the blood in his body to wake up this phoenix <laughs> yeah so chimen gets hurt but he's able to do the protection spell able to stab the high priest in the chest and um the movie kind of ends the movie boya awakens the two have these little friendly goodbyes the intimate now here's where i started screaming on twitter the intimacy (laughs) of that last scene between them y'all i was screaming they were like (laughs) let us make sure that you know these two were a couple a couple boya takes an arrow whispers onto the arrow shoots it into the sky and the last words it says it says Qingming is a bright star and Boya's arrow shines bright in the sky. I was like, no, you bitches didn't. <laughs> oh, Chinese censorship? They really were out here. They really were out here. They was like, we want y'all to know that they're a couple and they were flirting through this entire movie. Just wanted you to know that. Just wanted you to know that. But yeah, that's the end of Ying Yang Master Dream of Eternity. Dun dun. <laughs> and then we had the, dun, little, dun. the little sneak peek oh, yeah. at the end. Yes, we had a sneak peek at the end of Long Yi in her coffin. And the trailer for the second movie has already come out. And so we're going to get another one with the same cast, it seems like. And I'm so happy. I'm excited. Um, only because this movie wasn't awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm it so actually glad. was really enjoyable. Even though it was long, there were still like things happening. So it wasn't dragging at yeah. any point. And it was really right. pleasant to look at, like just in general. Corey and I were talking about this before we started the episode, but I'm really impressed with Chinese cinema and how they're so they so easily create fantasy, realized fantasy worlds. Because yeah. when you think about it, I don't think we've gotten like a realized fantasy world, not superhero, because I know people are gonna be like, but Marvel, okay, but most of that's in the real world. <laughs> most of that is just like cityscapes, but like a truly realized fantasy world. Um, besides Lord of the Rings, I think that's the last one we got. Where like, like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, I don't count Fantastic Beasts because it was just an extension of the Harry Potter world. But like, truly realized, truly pretty to look at, fantasy, like a whole different world. Like it looks like ancient China, but like the the lore of the world makes sense. Yeah, and everything that happens makes sense. It was a really pretty movie. I That's really why, um I go on my little binges every couple of months. I'm like, you know what? Every weekend I'm gonna watch one. I'm gonna watch one new Chinese film. Now most yeah. of them have been crime related because that's what I like. But I have seen a couple like mystical, um, Chinese films. Mm, yeah, yeah. I really do like. I really do like the Chinese. 
I like the Asian fantasy genre in general. Like, I'm sick of watching medieval white people, <laughs> to be very honest. Because that's all we get when they do fantasy in the Western world. They're like, here's white people. Oh, you want a little... We'll give you Bridgerton with light-skinned people. It's like, come on now. Give me... I want true fantasy. I like want things that I haven't thought about before. Even if these are common themes in Chinese mythology, like it, I it didn't feel like too much of something else I've seen before. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. I definitely okay. haven't seen anything like it. I don't know about you, Tori, but you watch a couple of Chinese films, but I definitely have never seen anything like this. Oh, Chinese dramas do a lot of this, like, immortal Taoism Taoism kind of, like, spirituality, like, making magic or powers out of nothing and, like, using those symbols and stuff. So I've definitely Mm -hmm. seen stuff like this before, but I felt like there was a uniqueness. I wonder if that has to do with the acting of, because I feel like the acting was a really, it didn't feel over the top. It didn't feel underwhelming. It was just like just right. It was like it was like the right amount of suspense, because for for an hour of this movie, you have no idea what the fuck is going on. No, not at all. <laughs> and that's why you have to suspend suspend your belief. Right. You, you have to like, sit there. And I don't think. And I I also like the fact that I couldn't predict the plot. Like yeah. I couldn't predict that the princess was the empress. I that didn't yeah. cross my mind. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> Like, cause even when they said hundreds of years ago, when you think of Chinese mythology, people can be fifteen hundred years old and they still like they twenty. So <laughs> none of that registered to me that she could be the empress. Like that was a thing that I wasn't thinking about. Like I like that I couldn't predict this plot. That even though the some scenes were long, I wasn't bored because I was like I want to understand what's happening, so I'm gonna pay attention. And I feel like that's not easy to do with a two hour movie. No, sometimes, you know, to our films, like, I feel like there's like a good 30 minutes of the film sometimes that you're like, oh my God, I wish this was a little shorter. But for me, that was sometimes just the fighting scenes. It wasn't that actual plot. I was, I liked the plot of this movie. Yeah. Very much so, very much so, very much so. You're going to watch the the remake that just came out? Yeah, I'll probably watch the remake since you said like they have like, they don't show like humans. They have like actual dragons and stuff animated in there so that would be cool to see or is it longer Mm -hmm. is it just as long or is it longer no no it's only an hour and 53 minutes (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah. i'll definitely watch that (laughs) i already i'm like 30 minutes into it it's Mm -hmm. it's very this one you can very much tell it's adapted from a video game also fyi the people who play the female lead and the male lead are best friends and they've literally done like eight different other films together (laughs) so you're gonna love them they literally only work with each other. It's hilarious. <laughs> and we love to see it. We love. To, we truly love to see it. They worked in so many different projects together, and this is also like a very star-studded cast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, y'all probably don't know who they are, but I know who they are. So <laughs> that's the only thing that matters. But um, yeah. So it's it's very good. I'm like 30 minutes in, and I'm very interested. My man, Tin Kun, is just. Ugh. He's amazing. He's a fucking fantastic actor. But this man only plays fantasy movies. I don't think I've ever seen him do <laughs> anything that's not fantasy. Do you ever feel that when your favorite actor does one genre and you're always like, I wish you could just do something else just one time, just one time, and they never do it, so you just sit there and accept the fact that only But when, when you see him with the long hair yeah. and the costumes on, you're just like, oh, I get it. The man <laughs> looks fantastic. Like He looks like he belongs in like a manga fantasy uh, movie yes. Mm-hmm. yes 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 so yeah um i give the yin yang master dream of eternity a 8.5 okay. i enjoyed it yeah, yeah i would give it the same like an 8 or 8.5 the only reason why like it's not a 10 out of 10 because i was like very confused at certain points but yeah yeah i'd give it an 8 too yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good film. I, I highly suggest it. It is on Netflix. It's a good little two-hour little little binge. Also, like, the pacing of the story, like, getting back to, like, the structure. I'm sorry, we were finna end this. But <laughs> but it felt like I was watching multiple episodes of a drama series at one point mm-hmm. instead of a film, which I also think is good. Like, the places where they rest and where they pick up the film really do make it. The two hours, you can feel it, but it's not, like, excru- excruciating. <laughs> Yeah. Right, right, right. So I enjoyed it. 
Um, I'm interested to see what else comes out of this franchise. Like, we are. This is already the third Chinese movie of this franchise, and there's also a Japanese one as well that came out in 2001. I don't know if we'll be able to find that, but I'd be interested to see what they do with the content because I feel like there's a lot you could do with this. I'm very interesting as to what the CGI has to look like for a 2001 version of this. Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we'll find some clips and watch it. Maybe. But yeah, I I enjoyed this. I'm glad we enjoyed this movie. This yeah. was a good pick. Sometimes we pick in movies and I'm like, was that worth it? <laughs> <laughs> Is this worth a whole podcast episode? But yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. Um so yeah, actually somebody put um Along with the Gods as a recommendation if you watch this. So maybe if you liked Along with the Gods, you'll also like this movie. Yeah, I can that see that. Sense, I yeah. can definitely see that. I still haven't watched Along with the Gods. I know. I'm committing a sin. I'm going to do it one, one? day. No. <laughs> oh, wow. I think you would My like grandma that. loves those movies. She loves both of them. And she got so excited when I told her there's another one coming out soon. Yeah, maybe I'll watch them before the other one comes out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um that's been it we want to thank you guys for listening we'll be back next week with more stuff um i think our upcoming episodes are probably going to be more marvel based more western film based and eventually we'll get um, mary to do a rant for penthouse oh yeah I'm, i think i'm gonna start writing like a like a like a little um what's it called an outline Script. of what i want to talk yeah, about because yeah. i'm not going to go over this episode but i'm going to hit those points because you have to know how whack and wild this show is <laughs> <laughs> i love that it's whack and wild i love that it's both points but yeah so um don't forget to like and subscribe give us a little rating if you're listening on apple Podcasts. um you can also find us on twitter at c-o-m-m-n-t-d on tiktok at commented podcast and our youtube we're going to be uploading old channels old channels old episodes <laughs> and highlights um but until next time i'm tori i'm Marin, and i'm decoria bye, bye.